Welcome to the Restless Creatives podcast. Comfortable chats with inspirational creatives. Hosted by three self-confessed restless creatives, Lucy Hunter, Fiona Pickles and Bridget Girling. This week, we chat with Mark Straver. He owns Hortus Loci, a wholesale plant nursery, which has been supplying so many of those amazing trees and plants that we covered in the Main Avenue Gardens at Chelsea Flower Show for over 10 years. Does that work? Yes! 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 Oh, hang on. Yay! Oh, he's got a gift. Hang on, I'll just get rid of it. Hang on. (laughs) That's better. There you are. Hello! But we haven't got sound. It's Chris's connecting to audio. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? Yes! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's really good though that we usually meet an hour, half an hour beforehand to sort yeah. out all of Takes the technical stuff. Because we're just Yeah, trapped. I know. I'm, really, I'm, I'm quite good at work. It's all fine. It's, it's my phone at home. It's just, you know, I don't know what to do. And I keep looking like, you know, when it, I look like a turkey advert. Stop it! Like, Stop it! <laughs> You don't look like a turkey. I'm going to start wearing polo necks now. I mean, I'm wrong now. (laughs) Tight. How are you? You okay? Yeah, it's a bit frazzled, but it's all fine. A bit frazzled. It's just that it's just all this search to and fro. You know, we're doing all our planting stuff now. We've obviously, with no shows, events, or travel, so my job gone. For the this is one year to the day that I've. um, I got back from Venice, or about, I was going to Venice on my last forever trip. Right. So, of course, then we've made a huge amount of turn, and, you know, no shows, events, or travel for the whole year. So, of course, mm. then we do. But our landscaping team and retailers been going from strength to strength. But then we had Brexit in that as well. So, of course, that made it more tricky because it's fine importing stuff, but it needs to be a lot, it's a lot slower. It does work still, but instead of getting, expecting to get a lorry here within a week, it's, it's more like within a month. Mm. Not so, good for those impatient landscapers, then. No, no, and of course, we're also, <laughs> and also, if we also on, on top of that arranged to actually plant as well, it makes it worse. Yeah, nightmare. So, so tell us about. about... See my little What do you think? He's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Lockdown haircut. <laughs> yeah. I did it myself the other day. Really? Never tell yeah. Mark. Yeah, I've never seen such a mess in my life. It took me. <laughs> 15 minutes to try and cut my hair and about an hour and a half to tidy up the mess. <laughs> Mark, let me introduce you to Bridget and Fiona. Can you oh, see yeah, them? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Bridget, hello. Bridget and now, Fiona. How do I do that thing? So I, I then, oh, participants, should I press that and see what happens? Can you not see anybody else? I can only see Lou, so let me try. Oh, that's okay. We'll just oh, yeah, chat. is it your gallery? Your gallery view. Yeah. If you swipe, you should be able to swipe right, I think. Do I? Okay. It's not a dating app. <laughs> well, I know I can. I can do that. Don't tell him to swipe, right? <laughs> you see us all now. I can see you all now. Ah, so, yeah. there you go. So, so Bridget, well, that's me. Hello. Hello, Bridget. And Fiona. Hi. Hi. Very Hi, nice to meet you. We've yeah, heard lots you. about you. Yes, yeah, all bad. Yeah. Well, a little bit of bad, a little bit of good. <laughs> so, Mark, good. for those, I obviously know you very well, but for those who don't, yeah. can you just, and all our podcast listeners, tell us what it is that you do. 
Well, I, I, I started a company in 2011 called Hortus Loci. And basically what we are, we're a nursery. We've got a 17-acre site in Hook in Hampshire. And we grow mainly perennials, but we provide a one-stop shop for landscape architects. So most of our customers, nearly all our customers, are landscape architects. Um, and it's our job to put together whole orders. So, you know, trees, hedging, you know, perennials, the whole lot. So we order... What we do is most, most obviously, landscape markets are uh, office-based or London-based or whatever it might be. And um, so we've got a nursery, so we act as a, you know, we act as a collating service and we can deliver the whole order in bed order or whenever you like to one place at one time. That, that's really our job. It's sorting out. It's, it, it's a job that no one else really wants to do because it's a horrible job. And so because I'm not very clever, that's what we thought we'd do. <laughs> yeah. You're very good that. at it. Yeah, so that's our job. But we also, so we don't get involved with commercial stuff. We also have a retail side in a coffee shop, which is shut at the moment because of pain. Um, and and um, we we also very, you know, sort of fairly heavy on shows and events because we grow our plants. The starting point for our perennials is a three-litre pot, which is bigger than most nurseries. And the idea is that the plants you know, are in the pot they want to be in, not, not, not what transport dictates they should be in. So... Um, that's where we started. So we, we get very heavily involved. I think we're the largest supplier of Chelsea Flower Show for the big Main Avenue Gardens, full-size Main Avenue Gardens. Have been for many years. I think and that's was, how I first came became aware of you, actually, as a company, was just you're listed on virtually every show garden. <laughs> yes. yes, I know. That, yeah, I know. But even though, I know, although that doesn't always happen, it's a shame. But a, lot, a lot of people with show gardens, they always say that they don't necessarily want everyone else to know where they get their plants from. Mm. So mm. that was always a bit of a bone of contention, really, because some people mm. happily say that um, we grew the plants, other people forget to put us on their board. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, then you don't have to work with them next year. That's what <laughs> no, I know. He doesn't. <laughs> Very picky. Yeah. Yes. But as I say, that in a nutshell is what we do. Um, and, and, and increasingly, so we, we know we're also setting up so, you know, uh, we're not interested in the internet at all, but we are select. We are also we after last year got accelerated quite quickly as well. We do doorstep deliveries for locals. You know, if we get locked down or shut down again, which we did last summer in last spring in the fun retail, and we're setting up the cash and carry for landscape because the other thing is one of the, one of the biggest areas of you know that there are that are around are for landscapers, general landscapers, are not monster landscapers or don't get huge jobs. But typically, any landscape, they'll want, you know, one or two trees, some heathers, some uh, alpines, some perennials, some herbs. And of course, if you put that through a wholesale system, the paperwork and the time to put it on the system is more than the job's worth. So what we're doing is setting up a cash and carry. So for select and deliver for smaller landscapers as well, because that's a huge area of growth. Mm-hmm. And one that, you know, for wholesale, it's very tricky, you know, to try and offer a wholesale service to a small landscaper. But most people are small landscapers. So that's mm-hmm. what we're... That's what we're doing as well, which will be ready by March, April. And then in the autumn, we're eventually going ahead now with having a tree nursery as well. Yes. So once we can get back on aeroplane, I can go travelling and buying trees and shrubs again. Now, what I do is, because I had to, up, up to last year, I'd be on an aeroplane every, what, every 10 days of, of the year with on a different nursery in a different country, choosing plants or trees with landscape architects or on my own um, and, and for, for, for various specific jobs. And of course, what happens is the more you travel, the more you know, the more you know, the more people ask you, the more you travel. Yes. And, and and most people, as we know, don't don't really like traveling or can't travel because they're married, and, you know, got kids and everything else. So that was my job up until last year as well. So what again with everything else happening, with plant health issues being, you know, coming to the fore, but what we're doing is setting up a tree nursery. So 
when I go to nurseries, rather than just go to stuff, buy stuff that I need to buy, we also set up partnerships with some of these nurseries where we can have stock on sale or return because it'll be a hefty investment in stock, maybe a million pounds worth of stock, where we can have stuff on sale or return that we know we will sell because we've got mm. many years of knowing what people would like. So mm. that, that's mm-hmm. the idea. And that tree nursery for the final four acres will be set up in around about uh, November, October, November. Yeah, very exciting. So very we still exciting. Will, so the one-stop shop will be will be complete. So rather than say, look, here's all the perennials that I can get the trees and hedging for you, we yeah. can just say, look, here we go, guys, we've got everything here for yeah. you. So that's How fabulous plan. is that, girls? So is, yeah. this some, is this something you had in mind you wanted to do, or has the whole of the last year? No, it was. It, we always had that it. in mind. You just didn't have what, the time. <laughs> no, well, I did. No, I didn't have the money. I mean, because what what happens is, you know, for instance, if you were, um, you know, when you when you're buying trees for Chelsea, those trees are terribly important. But on the ground, you know, an average full size main apple you got, you might have seven or eight trees of varying status. But if you're going to a nursery that has a thousand acres. And you're buying seven trees. You're not a very exciting customer. Mm. Um, I mean, so, but so, so you, you can imagine if you're going to a thousand acres, coming back with eight trees after two or three days, the nurses <laughs> themselves get quite grumpy as well. Although they, they do get the whole Chelsea thing, but the designers that are doing Chelsea don't. And of course, the nurseries get quite cross about. Them. Well, guys, you come all this way to to, to mess about with a few trees. So, what I always do as well, if you're walking down a tree, you know, and you're walking down a, a row of you know, uh, 50 Ace Acer, Grisium, and there's one or two outstanding trees. So what I tend to do is quickly put a label on those two. And of course, it'll just make that bit a bit more official. So this you know, is just such a waste otherwise to go to all these places, especially mm-hmm. where we you know we know in the future we shouldn't be traveling as much as we should, as we have, or as well in as we have. Yes. I think, I mean, up to last year, I used to be maybe 35 or 40 trips per year, maybe mm-hmm. a bit more, mm-hmm. sometimes two a week. And it, and, uh, Swimming about not coming back and making full use of it is 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 you know is not allowed. Mm. So, so had a huge huge Chelsea palaver last year because of COVID, obviously, yeah. and then it was going to go ahead in May as usual this year, and then it wasn't. Yes. So and now are we on for September? Do you think? Or I, th- I think we are. I mean, it, it was a I mean, What we all found is that I mean, as I'm sure with absolutely everything when it comes to holidays or whatever it might be, that having. Um, not knowing is far worse than knowing, isn't it? Really? I mean, mm-hmm. just you know, I, I know. Last year, when I got back, I got back from Venice on the fourteenth of um, February, and note to self, girls, if you are single, do not go to Venice on Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> I can imagine. Depressing. Covered in a cloud of confetti. Completely forgot that that was the place to go to get. Anyway, note to self. <laughs> we had decided. I think what what we did last year, because obviously it was it was much more, because we were the biggest supplier of. I think we had about six gardens we were supplying, and of course they they eventually called it in March. I think it was, but the problem is that we start for Chelsea June before, so the, the show is a bit like saying, "Go, can you train for a marathon, and then run about twenty two miles of it?" We may or may not cancel it, but we probably will. So everyone was getting very grumpy. And of course, if we're going hell for leather for shows last year, I think when I got back from Venice, I realised that we, you know, that it was game over. Mm-hmm. Of course, as you as we remember last year, do you remember everyone in Europe was about two or three weeks ahead of us, weren't we? Yes. So people yep. was coming. So, so what I did is that we, we, I just kept a very, very close eye on all the European shows of a similar size, and so we called it ourselves, which we you know in about January we just said it's off. 
Um, so we rang everyone up we were dealing with and said, right, we have got your plants here, but the final 5% of the last bits that come in, like the perennials, I've cancelled. And the other problem we had at the time of the year is because normally we're potting like mad, but we put everything inside, mm-hmm. which means it's all uh, it's already a month early. So everything, if you pot everything in March inside, it'll be ready in May. And so we made the decision and said, well, look, hang on a minute. We don't know if we're going to be open. We don't know if we're all going to be alive. We don't know what's going to happen, you know, whether finding more extreme, I won't really care if it wasn't alive. But anyway, we <laughs> <laughs> need to worry about all of that. And of course, and, and our staff, you know, we've got 32 staff. Yeah. So if any one of those got ill at the time, how many of us have to go home? Or, you know, yeah. so we decided it was off and we decided to pot everything up. We decided we would carry on because some nurseries just shut the gates and furloughed everyone and called it a day. But, or you, but we had 17 acres of stock. So, we thought we're not going to be able to call it today and then restart. And you'd have a hell of a job to look after 17 acres of two or three people. You need at least five. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of us just put them, you know, just didn't weed anything, didn't trim anything, just kept it alive and then hoped we'd be open. But anyway, we worked how we should be open again by June and we potted everything outside. Um, and then we, and then the various, we, I rang everyone up that we we're doing Chelsea for and said, guys, I'm absolutely certain it's going to be off about a month before the RHS cancelled it. Can you please, obviously all these plants are going to be ready-ish from May onwards. What we don't want, but there's no way, because the first stupid question everyone asked was, oh, can you keep the plants till next year? <laughs> and you just think, oh, I just said to them, <laughs> it's a bit like ordering a piece of fresh salmon. Isn't it? And say, oh, on May the 23rd, I want that piece of fresh salmon to be fresh and, and, and for lunch. And then say, can you keep that piece of fresh salmon for next year? <laughs> <laughs> So most of it we got rid of by doing that. But of course, instead of doing one delivery or multiple deliveries to Chelsea, we then had the gardens to split up to five, ten deliveries to all around the country to various, mm-hmm. you know, various. I remember the, the day of lockdown was uh, Mother's Day, wasn't it, last year? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And I was, so Tom Massey donated all, Yo Valley very kindly donated all their plants to various London hospital trusts. Mm. So I thought, well, the boys were all a bit worried about it. I thought, well, I can do it. I can go trucking. I quite mind trucking. So I said, <laughs> where is it? where's my first delivery going to be then? Assuming it's going to be, you know, London. And they said, oh, Plymouth. And I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to Plymouth then. So I got to Plymouth to Derryford Hospital and I just assumed. Uh, it would just be a dirty old roundabout that was half dead in front of the hospital, something like that. <laughs> and of course, when I, when I got there, I said, oh, where, where are these plants going? There was hundreds of ladies around to help. And they said, oh, fourth floor. By, and, and, and like, fourth floor of what? The hospital. And they went, yes. That was close to Grace Alexandra. I was, I was wondering if it was hers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, so, then, mm. so what I had to do then, we had to then, because you've got these big trolleys of plants. So I had to wheel the trolleys into the dead man's lift. You know, the lift that's big enough to take dead people. <laughs> Oh, great. So I had to put that all the trolleys one by one up to the fourth floor, past the intensive care, round by the COVID bit. Now, great. So, <laughs> so anyway, I survived. Yeah, it's fine. Really. Really. Better without realising it. It's all my fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember when we accused everybody of being super spreaders? Yeah. We've stopped doing that now, haven't we? I know. Well, I got back from Venice on the 14th, and of course, Northern Italy was where it was. Yeah, you were the super spreader. I was. It was me. It was you. <laughs> Yeah. And then you took it straight to Plymouth. <laughs> yeah, I did to Plymouth, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so that was that was Chelsea last year. So that was a bit of a mess. But at least we 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 
the, the worrying thing is that we'd have made we made up our mind beforehand that it was going to be cancelled. Yes. And then if it was on, we'd have been in trouble because we would not we'd have scrambled around and found stuff. But yeah. we had plants being grown in Spain and in Spain because it was all really awful. They weren't they were allowed to go to work, but they weren't allowed to deliver anything. So we had oh probably two arctics full of perennials which are all beautifully grown to come, due to come to us in April. Um, and I had a big Barcelona in in. January to sort that all out. Of course, that was all gone too. So the poor, poor, poor lot over there, they couldn't deliver them to us. So they, they just had to watch all their plants flower and then go over. Mm. Then we had the hoo-ha. So then we had the, so the next thing happened with Hampton. We just said, well, look, Hampton Court's a much lesser deal, although it's still important. Mm. So if it's on, it's on, but I very much doubt it. Um, and then we had all, but we had to go through the motions. But of course, by then you're fairly sick of going through the motions. Yeah. It, it took me two months to count. I think we had a 46 different events last year, various scales and various areas that have been done. But um, yeah, I think the key is to just look at Europe all the time and see what happens. I mean, that's what we've done this year as well. So right. again, we, we, we decided Chelsea was off around about Christmas time. Right. But they still um, thought it was on, didn't they? The RHS was still saying. Yes, well, they had a Zoom call with various uh, designers and not designers and contractors about two, three weeks ago. And they basically started the call saying, look, isn't it all great the RHS has done this and Chelsea's on? And I think everyone just stood up and uh, I think there was almost a revolt. People just saying, no, it's it absolutely, it's not. Because yeah, you can imagine, if you, first of all, you're putting, you know, thousands of people into Sloan Square. Mm. They all have to get there by tube. Then you're running them through a hospital with all our war heroes in. And then, you know, can imagine if, if, you're, if you're building a show in, in, in uh, you know, the end of April, beginning of May, what happened if one person on your team got sick? Everyone would have to go home from that garden and possibly either side garden. So mm -hmm. everyone suddenly realised that the whole place would be just littered with unfinished gardens. <laughs> and so there couldn't be a show. And then, then again, I, you know, people said they're not prepared to spend three weeks killing themselves building a show garden, mm -hmm. which might get one hour on the telly with no visitors. Yeah. And then go from there. So I think there was basically a revolt and everyone just said, well, it's off. And so from there, after that meeting, I believe, that's when they just said, right, it's off. Right. And we, we all went a few because, you know, it's... You know, you you can't can't you can't cobble together you know a, you know a, a plant list in, in in a couple of months. It takes a year. Yeah, and there's yeah. so much money at stake as well, isn't there? There's loads of money at stake, and of course, every financial. I mean, you know, you know, obviously, a financial director of any every company who'd lost money last year is hardly going to say, "Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Let's do it again." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the other thing I forgot to say because none of the sponsors, the RHS, were insisting that the show was on, but none of the sponsors were anywhere to be seen. They yeah, just, they, they'd all gone. They'd all they'd stopped. Gone. Yeah, shot themselves and called it a day. <laughs> 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 so how come it's coming on then in September? They're quite confident now, are they? I think they're confident again now. I mean, I, there was talk about having it. I mean, I, I, I thought it might be a good idea to have Chelsea actually at Hampton Court where there's loads of space and everyone can drive to and blah, blah, blah. But apparently all the infrastructure at Chelsea is fixed in the ground at Chelsea. So, right. so I think September, as we all know, we've got a whole summer to go through to... I mean, the, the warmth will kill off, you know, the, any of the virus as well, won't it? Last year, September was the, the one key month we had, and now with all the vaccinations, hopefully now, yeah. September will be, the, I think, a very sensible month to, to have a go. Yeah. I mean, how's that going to be with the plants? I mean, that's going to be a completely different experience so for you. Any, any, anything that we'd already started preparing, which we had for Yeo Valley, it's gone. I mean, there's, there is absolutely nothing that you could use in... In May, that you would be any good in September. Mm. I mean, you could say, well, even with the foliage stuff, you say, well, hang on a minute, what about the grasses? We think, well, the grasses will be spring flowering. 
Mm. And so the the, 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 the the skeletons of the flowers will have broken by then. Mm. And of course, there's so many lovely grasses in the autumn to use with autumn tints. You know, you'd want to use autumn grasses, mm. not spring grasses. Yeah. So you've got all the panicums and, you know, millennials and all that sort of thing that come into their own in the autumn. Um, and then things like ferns and stuff, which, okay, they can just get bigger. But of course, the, the, for the last few years, we know we've endured or, you know, these 100 degree heat spells mm. and none of our plants are, you know, designed to cope with that. Mm. So of course, it's you know everything. Well, if we, if we get it, we. I mean, I think for the last three years in June, we've had a hundred degrees from anything from a month to three or four days, and that's enough to completely frazzle yeah. any 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 foliage. So you just can't do it. Yeah. So um, so it's best to start getting up. But on the upside, you normally through Chelsea, you've got a winter to go through. Mm. So you've got you've got to you know so you start potting the autumn, everything gets rooted. The root, everything will carry on rooting inside till about mid December. Then it'll go dormant until about now. And then from about, you know, Valentine's Day onwards, it all starts to grow again. Yeah. So we don't have a winter to go through. And because it's because of the warmth of the evenings as well, July and August are the fastest two growing months of the year. So we're, it's again, it's waiting to the last minute, which suits us too, just in case mm. there's another variant. Yeah. Or that's far more or whatever it is. We don't even want to go down that route. Um, <laughs> uh, but at least, at least by July, we'll know what's what. Yeah. And it'll take about two months or two, three months to grow a you know, strong nine centimeters or two leaves into five, bloody blood. So we can do all of that. The other thing to think of, of course, you've got all the fruit and veg. So, of course, you know, September is harvest festival time, isn't it? So, mm. all that stuff, fruit generally in the spring is either just, you know, flowering or just finished flowering. So, it looks at its worst, in effect. Yeah, yeah. But in the autumn, providing you keep all the Easter beasties off them, it looks at its best. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you've got all, and, and, and vegetables too. So, it could be, it's a yeah, great time. It's nice to do. I mean, all growers have always said, It'd be such a shame there isn't a show. I've done events in September. You think, wow, you know, there's so much you've put together. But I'm assuming because people have shown out by the time it gets to September for plant fairs, they've had enough. And also, people have just got back from holiday and their garden is finished, as far as they're concerned. Whereas, really, it could be really rather exciting. So, Mm. I think think us three really enjoy the autumn months as far as the flowers and our garden are concerned. I think we find that really inspiring. Really, dare I say it, more than spring, actually. Well, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's a totally different colour palette, too. Mm-hmm. And, and it's an area that's never been looked at properly by shows because of mm-hmm. for holidays or whatever whatever it is. But I think now, with people knowing, you know, you know, people spending a lot more time in the garden across the board, um, I think, you know, it's a really interesting time of year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, I mean, my favourite show of that time of year, I have to say, was always... Have you ever been to the Malvern Autumn show? No, I've not no. been. But yeah, oh, I, I mean, of all the shows, that's why I suddenly realised all the shows that you go to, and of course, some of it, you know, you, I, I've over the years been to all of them, I suppose. But that, that's one of my favourites. Mm. And of course, the and the other thing is that there's a Bosco Plantarium at the end of August, which is a you know a growers show. It's a small international show in Bosco in Holland, where they launch all their new varieties. And, and that, that again, I've, I've gone to that for twenty years in a row. And there's, you know, you've got all the hydrangeas and you've got all the, you know, Mexican salvias and all the rudbeckias and all the echinaceas, all, all being launched that show. And that, I've got some amazing photographs of stuff, you know, all the hydrangeas, you know, all the archetypes and all the new varieties that go with that. So mm. it is an amazing time of year to go. So, but it's just an awful shame that now that Chelsea is going to clash with Morgan Autumn and Harrogate. Will they still run those, do you think? Or do you think they'll... I'm sure they will, but I think the trouble is you've got growers... The only, the only downside is because, of course, you know, the original point of Chelsea was all the growers in the tent, yeah. you know, in the mm. pavilion. The pavilion mm. was how the Chelsea started. The, the, the landscape architects and show gardens were a relatively new introduction. 
Yeah. But I mean, I, know, I don't know what black or black are doing who are growing delphiniums or West Country lupins because of course they will not flower in the autumn. Yeah. So I suppose those guys can't be in. But if you go, but, um, or, or, or have to show something else. So that's a shame, a real shame. Mm. Um, but um, from, a, from, a, from a person, from a selfish point of view, you know, um, having the show done for that would be lovely. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but for, for, I'm assuming those guys will be out there. When, you, when I've gone to the Northern Autumn show, you've got, you know, you've got people that specialise in asters and stuff. So, of course, that's all perfect. Yeah, but then, yeah. then they've got to go, well, do, do, we, do, they, do they have a garden at, at Malvern and Chelsea or do they do one or the mm, other? That could blow your brain, couldn't it, after a year that's, of doing nothing? Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. And then you've got all the giant veg things as well, which is really surprising. It's much yeah. not, it's not, you know, all these world, world records. That's getting bigger and bigger every year, isn't it, with the giant yes. vegetables? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> yes. I know one of our one of our boys is going so funny. He proudly told everyone he had the longest carrot in Wakefield, and his girlfriend just <laughs> burst out laughing <laughs> in front of everyone. <laughs> Good old Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> so you're pretty manic at the moment, then, Mark. Pardon? You're, well, I mean, you're always manic. You've always been manic whenever I've spoken to you, but you're, you must be pretty... It is, it is. I mean, it especially with Brexit. Have... I mean, how's that affecting you? Brexit's been... I mean, it's been a bit... It's been fine, but it's slow. So what... Mm. Every, I think everyone I've spoken to... I mean, I think everyone talks to everyone and, and, and pats each other on the, on the head a little bit because everyone was anxious about what was going to happen after Christmas and, and yeah. with everything happening. And we had so long to get ready for... What exactly? Um, <laughs> that was the problem. Get ready for what? You're like, I don't know. What are we getting ready for? Like, Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we all got ready with what we had to do. And of course, the plant health stuff is obviously, you know, all the stuff with DEFRA and AFA. They've been really helpful. And Nicholas, Robin, you know, Robin and I are members of this Biosecurity Alliance. Right, okay. Or VS Alliance for short. So what's that? Uh, you... That, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one thought that one through, did they? No, they didn't. <laughs> but that, that means, so, so obviously, it means that obviously all, all the lists of all the, the tricky things, it means we, we've got to come up with ideas all the time as to how to import stuff safely and what, 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 um, what plants, you know, what plants we shouldn't be importing. And obviously there's the xylella worry and yeah. oak accessory moss worry, which are the two yeah. that are the most worrying at the moment. Um, and and, and uh, making sure that people are importing stuff sensibly and it's all checked. And I think each nursery by law has to have three visits a year from DEFRA or AFA okay. to make sure everything you've got on site is, is okay. Well, I think we have about 20, which we yes. pay for Right. To make sure, and then you know, again, there's plants on the list. We you know, so, you know, so you can't import oats anymore at all. And have been able to any variety, pardon? Yeah, any all variety. oats, no, yeah. no quercus at all, no, all or nothing at all. Not even they're, they're, Suber and and um, Suba and Ilex, quercus Ilex were exempt for a while, and then suddenly now it's a whole lot, everything, everything. Right, take those off your plant list. So, Lucy. I need to take the posters <laughs> off my plant well, list. And you can buy them UK grow, but of course, the problem is you can't. Yeah, yeah, the big ones are nearly all gone now, and of course, what's left is, is small stuff. So that's because I had most of them. You had nearly all of them, Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing your avenues and monster roads. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So that's that's how. So I mean, that's complicated. And then, of course, you've got basically what's happened with the lorries is that you can't really do shared or part loads anymore because you don't want to mix your load with someone else that might be bringing something and they shouldn't be, and so on and so forth. And also. 
you know, the paperwork involved, you know, you all have to have an agent, which we were used to anyway before when we bought stuff outside the EU, like our pots from Turkey and so on and so forth. So you have to have an agent in place to do to do the official paperwork. I mean, the so meantime, you can't you just have... so Joe Public can't just from Britain can't call a, a you know a no, Belgian nursery and bring no, stuff across. No, it. no, it's a, no, it, and that's no bad thing either. But also, it, it's um, it's you know, you need to have a full. So basically, it makes out with the extra costs involved. You need it's best to have a full Arctic. Right. But then trying to fill a full article with one individual nurse who might be quite specialised is still doable, but slower. Yeah. So you're trying to place orders with all sorts of people for all sorts of gardens and your own stock. You know, and of course, once retail starts again, you'll be buying more stock in. But of course, now we're in an ice age for a week or so. That put a put pay to that. So at the moment, I've got loads of jobs waiting to start where the trees are not quite here yet. And do you yeah. think that will get better with time or is yes, it something it you're going to, to learn to live with? No, I know. I had I had some grumpy emails from some German suppliers about two weeks ago. And I thought, well, I met, you know, Professor Nicholas Spence, who's in charge of AFA and DEFRA. So I just forwarded them on to her and said, could you help? Expecting, you know, not a lot. And she was back and sorted all the problems out within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of blame. You know, what, what's happening is where people are grumpy. I think the German, in my experience anyway, so I don't want to generalise, but the German nurseries are the grumpiest. But what's, what's turned out to be the case is that it's their authorities that have got stuff in order and are blaming us. So anyone that wants to wear a grievance can. Okay. And I know and is doing so. So I know Nicola was saying that... Um, they had a Spanish furniture supplier who picked up some furniture from uh, Gibraltar and they chucked in a load of wood shavings in Spain to, to protect the furniture. And when they picked up the furniture in Gibraltar and brought it back to Spain, they said, oh, you can't, uh, you can't come back to Spain because you've got wood shavings from Gibraltar. And they, sort of, and they had to prove that they had got wood shavings from Spain. And so, so anyone that wants to have a little hoo-ha is, is having a go, but they will get stopped. If you, if you, but you need to go up the ladder quickly and... Yeah, but, but Nicholas Spencer has been absolutely brilliant. Well, I had to go directly to her to make sure it's solved. Right. Otherwise, yeah. But it, it does turn out that mo- most of the problems are occurring from the countries themselves that haven't actually got their papers in order. And rather than say, well, damn, we haven't done this, but they've blamed it on, well, you left, so it's your fault. But anyway, it's, it's, it's getting better. We'll have to get easier because we can't stop. I mean, the good thing I mean, is we know all the salad stuff at this time of year comes from Spain. And I think, and then, but these delays, this is why the poor, poor, poor lot up in Scotland had problems where it's so time sensitive to have fresh produce. Yeah. If there's any delays, it's an absolute disaster of more than a day. Yeah. So, of course, you can see why they've all the Scottish fishermen are having a horrible time yeah. and taking their stuff directly to Denmark or whatever it might be because they, they can't, you know, they can't, they can't wait. Yes. But yeah. plants yeah. are dormant at this time of year. It's lucky for this time of year that plants yeah. are dormant. So spending yeah. an extra day or two on a lorry is not a drama, but it would be for obviously fresh fish. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's always someone much worse off. But you know, you're not going to just say, oh, "Well, never mind. We can't have shellfish anymore because it's all going to go off." You're just going to say, "Oh, can't sell it anymore." It will get resolved. It's just a question of everyone, you know, playing nicely and getting stuff done as fast as possible. But who, who's? They said no one's interested for it not to work, is it? Yeah. So no. who, what do you see as your, with all the shows and everything, going back to that, obviously things have changed hugely because of COVID, but do you yeah. think shows are likely to change anyway? In how I think they probably should, actually. I mean, I think, that, I mean, I think everyone I've spoken to that got involved with shows, when, when we sort of 
and the last year had May off, in effect, and were, and were closed. So we could carry on with the nursery carefully, with appointments only, with all the COVID secure stuff in place. But to have, it's the first time in 20 years that I've actually had a, a, a May off, you know, not having to work ridiculous hours on bank yes. holiday and, and every day merging into another and so on and so forth. And you suddenly realise, actually, that we always, everyone, I remember some sort of wise old nurseman telling me years ago, Mark, you need to do shows all the time, it's really fun. But the second it's not fun, you need to stop. And the last couple of years haven't been much fun, actually. They've just mm-hmm. got, it's got too much, there's too much testosterone and too much high-octane stuff around, too much, too, you know, too many dramas that shouldn't happen. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 you know, because obviously there's so much at stake, and there's so much money and so much um, television, so much pressure involved, everyone. Mm-hmm. People can misbehave quite badly. And, um, you know, and, 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 and everyone is always going to from time to time, but you'd expect some apologies after. But I think moving forward, it shows. It sounds like story. you've got some wonderful stories. I was going to say, I'll share. share about <laughs> ideas. <laughs> you you have. I, mean, I always bring up news and tell her all of them. We're terrible languages. But, but no, no, I think, I think, we, we, I think what, what, moving forward, I think, I think the show, I mean, all the European shows were similar type, but I know there's nothing nearly as good as Chelsea. Chelsea's always, mm-hmm. it is the greatest flash on earth. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that having such a hugely extravagant show for five days is sustainable or should be sustainable in the future. That's a question that needs to be answered, debated, yes. I'm sure. And also, you know, that, 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 you know, there is, all the show, all the gardens are meant to go somewhere on elsewhere after. But it's a very tricky thing to do. Because if you think you've got all the costs, why do you've got all this expense of a garden, which is 22 by 11 metres? So when you're going to say, oh, I'm going to rebuild that garden, you think, how, how are you going to build that garden in that space? Mm-hmm. And the answer is normally the space will be bigger. Mm-hmm. So you've got to take everything apart again, which has already been built once. So you're going to break stuff and you're going to have to replace stuff. All the plants, of course, flower in May and June. So mm-hmm. those are finished flowering. By the time everything's been taken down, rebuilt, you might get to plant them again, what, two months later, three months mm-hmm. later? Mm-hmm. So if someone spent the same amount of money rebuilding that garden, all the plants are going back in. <laughs> Following May. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Right. <laughs> the, the idea that all those gardens will be built again afterwards it's a great idea, and everyone does try very hard. Certainly parts of the gardens do get planted mm. again. But to plant the whole lot when it's not flowering and finished flowering and been used for any and effect secondhand, and, of course, it doesn't cost you any less labour-wise or anything else to plant it, mm. um, that's always a very, that's a big ask. Mm. And so I think, that, I don't know whether these you know, shows should have to go somewhere else without, without fail before they get into the show. And then whether the show should go on for longer, I don't know. Because right. the nurseryman in the tent will argue, well, we can't keep, and it's so expensive to exhibit, because, you know, everyone's staying in London, where they might come from goodness knows where in the countryside, or around the world. So once their first wave of plants are over, they're not going to replace them. But, uh, you know, you can be in the tent before now, where the irises and the, you know, peonies and all these amazing plants that are there can look quite sad by the Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, then you'd have to think, well, like, then you'd have to replace it all, say, on a Wednesday or Thursday night, you know, for the ne- next part. But it would be nice to have it on for longer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they do we'll, in we'll, Europe, don't they? The shows they do, Europe. they do. They, they, yes, but then having said, they do they do shows much longer in Europe. But 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 they generally get planted where they were or stay where they were, so you can have it on the same plot each time. Um, and again, you know, Chelsea is still regarded without a doubt that no one can touch Chelsea. It's been the greatest flash on earth, which it is. Yes. So I don't know. I'm probably interfering in areas I shouldn't be interfering. But yeah, it just seems. Um, yeah, it, it would be it would be nice if it go on for longer, and it'd be nice if it could, everything definitely had to go somewhere afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think things will change, though, won't they? I mean, I think the thing with this year is that 
it's been really painful, but it's forced us to change and so you know and, and take a different view of things. And I think yeah. that's going to have to have an impact on Chelsea. But as you say, Chelsea is the greatest show on earth, and it would be an enormous shame not to have it in any form at all. Yes, um, I think just, it just needs a revamp. I'm sure it needs, like everything else, it needs a revamp. Because the other thing you've got all the plant health issues and worries as well, of course, which I mean the artists are so well aware of, and they've done so much to make yeah. sure everything's as safe as possible. But you're still bringing plants from all over the world into one yes. spot in the centre of London, yeah. and so it yeah. must be a huge worry. And everyone has to be, and their their, their plant health policy is, is 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 very extensive, but it's still taking a risk, I would say. Yeah. You know, especially with yeah. plant health becoming more and more of a worry with everything warming up. You know, with everything warming up. I mean, I remember being in, in Germany twenty years ago. And there was a discussion about oak processionary moss coming further north. And everyone was laughing, said, yeah, but it'll never adapt. It's far too cold here. And 20 years later, here we go. Yeah. So, yeah. But then on the other hand, on the upside, perhaps, you know, with all the xylella dramas, they were always worried about, you know, technically xylella shouldn't, shouldn't be able to come this far north because it's too cold. But would you want to take that risk? Mm. You know, yeah. So you've got all that. So maybe in another three or four years, time, they might conclude to say, actually, it is too cold and they can't be here. But on the other hand, you know, with things evolving and getting warmer all the time, you, you don't know, do you? No, all these bloody viruses. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, but, but there we go. There we go. But I know, and then they've got Hampton Court before that. Hampton Court's meant to be. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts about July? It's got to be built in June. Do you think that's too early or do you think we're all right? What, Hampton Court in July? Yeah, July the 1st. They're now saying Is that what they're right. saying? Are they? Well, it's not cancelled yet, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'd love to say yes. Mm, yeah. To say to a show. Yes. yeah, yeah. But I don't know. They just seem to be pushing back, you know. Just well, again, you that's, that's the problem. You have to call potting time is now. Or you have to yeah. call, and you have to call getting ready time is now. So exactly. Do yeah. you want to go help? And again, I think that's, that's the other tricky part. I think the sponsors, again, are quite rightly waiting. I was waiting for this, you know, end of end of February roll, you know, how we're gonna get out of this thing. But uh yeah. yeah, it just I think the anxiety of show it's almost better now. Now everyone's doing their desperate best to try and steer away from stuff that could be dangerous. Mm. Is that when someone says actually it's on now, it's sort of thinking, oh great, isn't that marvelous thing? Oh god, really? <laughs> no, yeah. that, that's <laughs> tough. We've got to try and get I think we all need to get out of that that I think we're all getting so uh, Well it's lockdown you know, burnout, isn't it? It is lockdown, but can't be asked to do anything. I know no, it is. It's one of two things: is that people are either uh, desperate to get out and go crazy, or don't actually want to change. Yeah. You just relax into <laughs> doing nothing. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm sure at some stage we all have to, you know, we we'll all have to get the kick out of the bottom and get moving again. When, when we do that, and I've, I've been asked again, you know, the, the Venice Biennale was cancelled. This is postponed until 2022. Right. When's that um, normally on then? That was due to open last year on May the 23rd. Right. But it runs, it's, it's the Oscars for architecture, in effect. Or it's always had a certain menace. And it runs from May the 23rd till November the 2nd. Oh. So last, last year, that's why I was there. We were, we were building a garden. Todd Longstaff Gallery designed this amazing garden, which was going to be on St. George's Island, which is, if you're, if you're looking out from St. Mark's Square, it's the first island in front of you. Oh, yeah. And so that's where we were going to build the garden. But, they obviously that's now been postponed again to 2022, uh, but they but they've decided now that they'd like to go ahead and build the garden um, and to, to highlight anyway. the shows on for next year. Oh, they want okay. some beacon to show that the show's mm. still on. Yeah, yeah. But that that means we'd have to go to Venice with a team of planting people in May. I'll come. 
Well, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the office say, don't be silly, we've done all this stuff and we've all been very careful and we haven't done anything wrong. Mm. Um, and uh, so that's, you've got that, that who has to say, well, but then again, well, when do you start again? When? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're planting plants on an island and they get delivered by a boat and there's only six of you, is that a terrible risk or is that stupidity or is that getting getting back to normal? What do you think? It's getting, that's, back, that's to normal. It's getting back to normal. We have to get back to normal at we some point. Well, we I just think have so. to. But then you've got all the girls in the office and they're sort of getting, won't talk to me because they heard that I might be thinking of doing it. So you've got <laughs> We've got three here. Yeah, there's three of us here. Park of your six sitting here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we need to do. Yeah, well, I, I just, I've always got to say, I know it's always safe because I'm single and nobody loves me. So I'd rather, oh. go, I'd, rather, you know, I'd rather go and die than not do it now. <laughs> I don't know if that's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't want to kill anyone else by doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I've said yes to me. We said, what we're going to do is we'll take a punt at the end of March, middle of March, and then we'll have to have a mad rush because, of course, there is no nurses in Venice. So all the plants would have to come from northern Spain and Italy, and we'll just have to worry about all the logistics there. Oh, but gosh. if we can do it, I'm going to do it. So yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated. You seem to be somebody who works frenetically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you sleep? <laughs> no. Right, do I what, sorry? Do you sleep? No, I've got problems with sleeping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but the trouble is I've got all sorts of things that you can help you sleep. <laughs> what tends to happen is if I ever take them, which I try not to, but if I do, then I can't wake up in the morning. I go to I'll eventually fall asleep at five and then wake up at lunchtime. Oh, that was not brilliant. So I don't, you know, I've always been the same. But I, so I how do you switch off? You, because you Fishing, you, salmon fishing. Hmm. But I can't do that either. So salmon fishing. So there's two things. Like if you, so if you gave me a salmon rod, you can't, I never catch anything anyway, so all the... <laughs> People that get cross about killing animals. Well, one, one is only for catching salmon. Secondly, I don't really ever catch anything. If I do, it goes straight back anyway. So it's all good. <laughs> I thought on Instagram, we, we've got this thing. I went to, to, to the River Tweed last year. And there's a really nice guy there who runs the fishing called Kevin. And some, someone put something on Instagram about me the other day. And he said, oh, he loves his fishing. He does. I thought, oh, my God, now I'm going to get in trouble with all the vegans. <laughs> I do, but I do put them all back. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Are you sure? I thought salmon was quite tasty. <laughs> well, it is, but it's all that farm rubbish. All, they've all been uh, fed, they're all like they've all been fed steroids, haven't they? So they're all five times bigger than they should be. Oh. And these are wild salmon. So, but the ones you catch on the river are all wild, properly wild. You can never get a hold of Mark the week after Chelsea because he's like, no, not answering. I'm salmon fishing. <laughs> you said you're <laughs> fish, salmon fishing, but you just get a picture of a fish. Older, you, if you go, you're because you're always standing in the river, the rivers are quite fast, <laughs> and so and if you've got waders on, which I always have if you've got holes in you, if you, you will fall over, and, uh, and uh, if you've got a phone on you, you're in trouble, so you can't, yeah. you can't take your phone in your, in your waders. We well, can, but if you fall over, you've had it. <laughs> and also, because there's always a big mountain in the way for reception, so you can't, you've got no reception either. No, it's perfect to me. Yeah, perfect. So that, perfect. that's how I quiet down, but I've only got a week a year if, if I'm lucky, so I need to try and do more. Yeah, but that kind of environment you're in with the water and the, the peace and the trees, and I'm imagining a beautiful environment which surely does help you to relax a oh, little bit. Does. I mean, I mean the, the, main, the, main, the main decisions you've got all day 
is whether you have a scotch egg or pork pie for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> or whether you want that red fly or orange fly. And also, if I jump over there, will I fall in and how deep is that? Or <laughs> That's it. There's nothing else to worry about. Yeah. That sounds blissful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. I tell you, you've got any Scottish food, though. You know, look at a Scottish food, look at the menu, you think, I don't want anything, really. It's always like, Oof. I don't know why. I'm sure. I always said, if, if you want to be a suit, if you want to be a, a, a really famous chef, go and do it in Scotland because you've got absolutely no competition whatsoever. <laughs> Maybe you're just <laughs> eating in the wrong places. places. <laughs> so much trouble. But yeah, Scottish food. <laughs> but, right, before you say something, you really. I'm going to ask you some questions, but they're just okay. quick, they're quick fire questions. Quick so fire, okay. Yeah, ready? No okay. <laughs> Toast or eggs? Toast or eggs? Which would you uh, rather? Both. Um, toast. <laughs> toast. Okay. But I'll ask that one at the end. Music or podcasts? Music. Oh, oh shit, I've got the podcast. <laughs> 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 Never listen to Wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Music or Trees or flowers? Sorry? Trees or flowers? Trees. Trees, yeah. Winter or summer? Summer. God, I hate winter. <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> Popcorn or pick and mix? Pick and mix, definitely. Roadrunner or Penelope Pitstop? Roadrunner. Oh, I like Penelope Pitstop. No, I <laughs> Okay. And ice lolly or lolly ice? Well, I don't know. What is lolly ice? Oh, well, there you go. So it's a nice lolly. I've had this discussion before with some colleagues, and they said, do you call it a nice lolly or a lolly ice? Nobody like, calls it lolly ice. ice. No, no, they, did. It lolly they did. They did. They called it a lolly ice. Some... What, Americans or someone? No, <laughs> Northerners. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. What do you call it a lolly ice or an ice lolly? Skin? Ice lolly. Ice lolly. Ice lolly. Um, Everyone calls it ice lolly. Sure. Well, no, Where don't. are they from? Uh, near Liverpool. Okay. Well, I'm, my family's from near Liverpool. I've, I've never. Well, maybe been it was heard just things there. Anyway, I don't want to open a huge argument. With this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not that important. <laughs> Good questions, though, Luz. Good questions. They were. Right. Know everything now. It was now. good on the old quick fire. Mm. It was. Yeah. Some people just can't do quick fire. They just need to expand. No, I can always do quick fire. No, I was always told at school, if I, my decisions are always really, really fast. And they're always right if I choose it. If I, but if I think about it, I'll get it wrong. Yeah. So apparently, so yeah, they said I should be an air, I said I should be a fighter pilot, but I'm too tall, I'd think. Six foot three. If you do loop the loops, just don't, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so you became a horticulturalist instead. Yeah, because I didn't concentrate. There's <laughs> <laughs> all those left. <laughs> You've always done it, haven't you, Mark? You've always been a horse. You've always it's been. I have. I have, and I, I just love growing things. There's two things I used to do when I was little: grow plants. And grow plants in the bigger pots. I was always amazed how plants get so much better in the second or third year. Or um, it, or rare breeds, chickens and ducks and pheasants and partridges and quails. So mm. my, for my seventh birthday, much to my parents' dismay, I bought 
a polystyrene incubator, which I bought from Lanarkshire and cost me twenty four ninety nine, which is all my pocket money for years. And then I, but you were seven. Yeah, and then I used to get, get home from school, go and find, go and find, ask people locally for some eggs, maybe pheasants or quails, or people that used to you know, have them. And then they used to hatch about a week before I went back to school. And my parents, I go back to school now and have a little shed with the warm lamp and with those little chicks. And so I'm going back to school now, Mum and Dad. <laughs> uh, so I will see you in three months' time. And they had to go after school. <laughs> and did you used to come home to bigger chicks, or well, I did, have you disappeared? My, my dad used to. What happened? I, you know, he liked used to like his sherry in the evening. And of course, what would happen is he'd go and shut all the chicken houses up in the evening before the fox came out. We'd always be a bit pissed. So what happened? He said, I came back once and all my pheasants and quails were gone. I said, Dad, where's my, where are they gone? He said, ah, oh. well, he said, I, I, I opened the back door to just see if they're all all right at the shed. But then one flew at me, so I fell over and they all flew out. By the time I shut the door, they'd all gone. <laughs> So that was it. That, that was his story, anyway. You didn't get much of a return on your twenty four ninety nine, though. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> but ducks are more fun. I do love ducks. Well, red ducks are always lovely. Yeah. So anyway, so that you can't really make a living out of that. So I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you went into trees instead. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or, or be a professional fly fisher. But, but you can do that now. But it wasn't. There's no such job thirty years ago, forty years ago. No. No, well, I'm glad you went into trees, personally. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Good. No, I know. Well, you bought most of them over here, haven't you? Blimey. I bought a lot. Uh, yes. Yeah. I know, and monsters as well. Yeah. yeah. It's quite something, girls, to go to these nurseries and, you know, because they don't have them here, those size, do they, in England? They don't. They don't, have, don't. Well, they don't have that range, no. Yeah, these enormous, enormous trees. It's quite a privilege to see them and then and, and a huge responsibility as well then when they you know they come over and they're planted yes because i've got a picture of you in that hole it's when you're standing inside root balls remember the root balls are the same size as you almost <laughs> right we need that picture we need that picture to go on our That's instagram yes please i will i'll send you when i get back to the office yeah oh thank you that will be going on instagram this week oh. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. It's so lovely to talk to you. Oh, well, you too. We're all done. We're all done. Yes, fascinating as usual. Yes. Oh, so good. I'll be right. Damn. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, I'm going to get some work. Oh, thank fabulous. You. Thank you so much. Thank you very no, much. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm very, very glad that you wanted me there. Oh, no, definitely. Fascinating. How many talks are we going to have now since I've done my little chat? Do you think we were all right? I wasn't mm -hmm. too... How many court cases we're going to be involved in? Now? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was the, quite a few um, countries that you probably yeah. won't be able to visit anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't worry about Scotland you. and the salmon fishing. That's out. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> we want to know about the bad behaviour after show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you all about it, girls. <laughs> all right. Well, you take care then. Yeah. And I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Restless Creatives podcast. To ensure you don't miss our next episode, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Restless Creatives podcast. If you'd prefer to listen rather than watch us, you can catch us on one of your favoured podcast providers. For more sneak peeks and behind-the-scenes fun visit our Instagram at the dot 
Restless Creatives, or visit our website, therestlesscreatives.co.uk.